everybody. It is Friday, the very last Friday of 2017. That came by fast, didn't it? It goes without saying that I have not seen the Snapchat update yet. When they said slow rollout, they meant slower than a dead turtle. But I'm kind of glad. I, I see it as a New Year's gift. I'm predicting that a lot of people are going to start seeing it suddenly after the first of the year. So let's hope we get it the first week of January because you know what? I am a little tired of waiting. In the meantime, I have a contest going on on my Snap Days Radio account on Snapchat. And on there, the account is actually called Snap Days underscore bot. It was named after the bot that was the first appearance of Snap Days on the internet. It's um, the directory that you find on Facebook Messenger through the Discover tab. But the account on Snapchat is called SnapDays underscore bot. And let me tell you about this contest. I am announcing the SnapDays mini-me contest. Yes, this is a contest about you and your mini-me on Snapchat. If you have Bitmoji and you worked to make it look just like you, you should be rewarded for your efforts. There are some mini-me's out there that look so much like the actual user that it's really kind of eerie and I've got to point those out. So this is the way the contest works. All you have to do is have a photo of yourself and you can choose any sticker of your Bitmoji mini-me to put next to you or below you or wherever. I mean, it's, you're going to be creative and do it however you want to on your snap. And you're going to send that to me and you will have hashtag mini-me contest along with your snap code if you want to share your snap code. It's a great way of making friends. That's what these events are really all about. And you will send those to me at the snapdays underscore bot account on Snapchat. If you are not my friend on Snapchat under the snapdays underscore bot account, go ahead and add me. I'll put the link in the comments here. And, and that account is going to post all of the images so that we can vote. I'm going to do it on January 1st, so get it in before January 1st. And I'm going to post them all so that we can vote on whose looks the most like them. I've posted mine as an example. I don't think I look all that much like my Bitmoji. But um, you guys can do the same thing. And some of you, I have to say, I don't know whether it's just the way you look or how artistic you are or the features of the Bitmoji, but go ahead and let us see your handiwork. Again, I'm accepting entries by midnight, the very last day of the month. Hashtag mini me contest. So since we're doing a, a Bitmoji contest, let's talk a little bit about what Bitmoji actually are. And I don't mean they're little cartoon characters that look like you. I mean, let's go a little bit deeper. Do you know what year the Bitmoji app was launched? It was 2015, and it's been really popular since then. You guys might remember Bitstrips. That was the first iteration of the Bitmoji that we know today. I remember Bitstrips from Facebook, and I actually liked it. You could create a little comic strip that had your own likeness and the likeness of somebody else uh, who was on your friends list. So you can create a little one panel story. I, I don't remember if you could do more than one panel. 
I remember it being kind of limited and a little frustrating, and then it kind of disappeared when uh, Snapchat bought them. If you've never made a Bitmoji of yourself, you should give it a try. It's fun. So basically what you do after you download the Bitmoji app is you go into the um, design your avatar section and you pick your face shape and uh, you can choose the hair length and color and style, um, choose your skin tone, and uh, you can tweak the eyebrows, your mouth, um, have makeup on it if you want. There's um, different jaw shapes, all these little tweaks that can make your uh, Bitmoji avatar look more and more like you. You can even add a few wrinkles here and there or little lines around your mouth, your cheeks, your um, forehead or between your eyes, those kind of things that uh, really add that little final touch that can make a difference. You could also go back and tweak it at any time. So if you want to add more wrinkles or add fewer wrinkles, add glasses, change the glasses, that sort of thing, you can do that. I really, really appreciate the fact that it has many different skin tones. The main complaint uh, that I've heard about it is that it doesn't have enough of the hairstyles for African-descended people, and that people of Asian descent often complain still that they can't get a really good depiction. So um, those are two things that uh, the Bitmoji team uh, need to work on, but they are always tweaking and adding a few things, especially around the holidays where they give you new outfits and stuff. So maybe they will listen to these um, suggestions, we'll call them, and continue to update the app. In case you ever wondered, Jacob Blackstock is the creator of Bitmoji and and Bitstrips. He is, I think he's about 42 or something. So he got some success kind of early, huh? You can imagine he's probably um, rolling in the dough at this point, but he deserves it. He did a good job. He made a, a really nice product that a lot of people enjoy using. He's based in Canada. I forgot to mention the other thing that I like about um, the Bitmoji is the body shapes. They're not all skinny. I really like that I can make mine fat and plump like me. And when I lose weight, I'm gonna make it small too. Or I can be aspirational and make it smaller now. Hey, it's my Bitmoji, I can do whatever I want. While the uh, sticker version of Bitmoji that Snapchat has is pretty awesome. I like all the varieties and the facial expressions and all that. Uh, I also like the animated Bitmoji. I mean, the animation I think is very lifelike. They do a really good job in mimicking human uh, activity and movement. And of course, the animations are pretty funny. I hope that there will be a way at some point for the animated Bitmoji to just do what we want it to do. For example, make it walk, make it dance without following a pre-scripted storyline um, the way Snapchat is using it now. So we'll, we'll have to see how the Bitmoji, the animated version of it, uh, evolves over time. I, I'm kind of imagining that they will allow that to happen. So Snap was pretty smart in buying Bitstrips almost two years ago. They paid, oh gosh, more than $64 million for it. but. They've done a lot of good stuff with it since. So bravo to Snap. And if you would like to join that contest, the mini-me contest, go ahead and backtrack so you can hear my segment prior to this. 
and join the fun. I heard the best news. The best news ever about Snapchat. They are going to, supposedly, this is a rumor now, they're going to allow a way for us to export snaps to other platforms. Now, you're probably thinking you'd do that anyway, right? You save your snaps and then you post them to Twitter or Instagram or use them for your Facebook profile like I did for Christmas. But this is going to be different. This is going to be an in-app option that doesn't require you to download it and then do what you want. It actually makes it easier for you to just upload to another platform. This feature is going to be called Stories Everywhere. And actually, that's part of the rumor, too. Who knows what it will actually be called? But the whole idea behind Stories Everywhere is that you can post your stories and lure new users, possibly, to the app because they're going to see all the awesome things that you can do on this app. You will also gain more users because people will see who you are through that story that you posted. That's good for Snap. And of course, we're going to have more ad revenue because businesses are going to be seeing these snaps outside of what was a closed platform and think, hmm, here's a new audience I can move to. Another side of this update is that Snap is apparently thinking of allowing other platforms access to the Our Stories posts that it makes. Hmm. So when you publicly post your story, you know, to the Our Story instead of just your own story, so that your story appears on the Snap Map, it appears in the discovery section that uh, Snapchat curates, other platforms will have access to it and can see what's going on and might include what you posted in some kind of a story, the way people do with Twitter now, that Twitter allowed its its snaps, its tweets, to be embedded in other stories. So we see a lot of tweets now. Imagine seeing snaps that illustrate a story. I bet we're gonna see a lot more of those things. So if these rumors are true, I say kudos to Evan Spiegel. He's thinking outside of the box. He's making Snap more relevant to others outside of the original youth group he used to target. And I think that Snap will see a lot more success with these new features, um, opening up that closed platform just a little bit. And by the way, that story was found on Cheddar.com. They also have an app. They do live stories in technology, media, and entertainment. I got my year-end story too, but everyone I ask, no one else has it. So I don't know, I don't know how many people got it and how many don't have it yet. But I really liked it. It was like 20 to 30 snaps, and they they even could tell when I did a sunset snap, even though I didn't say or reference it in any way in the video. It just knew it was a sunset, which was crazy. So yes, I'm a big fan of these year-end stories by Snapchat. Thank you for your call in, Vincent. And Vincent is referring to that 
post that I made about the year-end review that Snapchat has put out. So we all get to see our posts throughout the year. I think it's a great idea. makes it kind of fun. And for those of you who don't know Vincent, he is a social media marketing person who is big on social media. You can find him on Twitter and LinkedIn and all these different places. So um, he's known as Not A Guru. So check him out on Anchor and probably everywhere else. (laughs) 